Welcome to On the Road to Chautauqua, the Interlake Trail, Leader Projects Manitoba's podcast, where you'll get to know the team of artists and friends that are making this celebration of community and art from this land a reality. Theater Projects Chautauqua, the Interlake Trail, explores the highways and hidden pathways that connect urban and rural citizens. It's our tour of Manitoba's Interlake, where we connect and work with rural citizens to celebrate our collective creative spirit. My name is Tanner Manson, and I'm your host. Come on the road with me. On the road with me this week is Hawaka Blakey Whitecloud. Hawaka is a mixed media storyteller, professional facilitator, strategic planner, business owner, skateboarder, and just overall really cool, really cool guy. Uh, we talk about skateboard jams, uh, the skateboard parks in Manitoba, and looking at virtual reality spaces and playing in VR. So enjoy. This interview was safely recorded earlier in 2021, when the landscape of the world was a little different. Theater Projects is excitedly working out all the fabulous ways we'll be sharing the work of our Chautauqua the Interlake Trail team. So be sure to check out our website, theaterprojectsmanitoba.ca, and follow us on our social media, at TPM Winnipeg on most platforms, for how you can tune into and check out the fabulous work and collaborations that have been happening in a corner of the world this past year. So just remember, when you're listening, uh, the scope of our projects and how we were presenting them were a little different. So please, please enjoy them. <laughs> Hi, Hawaka. Hello there, Tanner. How are you? Amazing. And yourself? Good. I'm very good. Uh, let's just get to the, let's just start talking about, talking about you, sure. why we're here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing on the Chautauqua Interlake Tour. Uh, well, what's happening on the Chautauqua Tour? Originally, it was going to be a documentary and some skateboarding demos. And now it's turned into a virtual reality exhibit and maybe skateboard demos. Skateboard demos. Yeah. So I take it that you skateboard, right? I love skateboarding. Yeah. How long have you been skateboarding? 18 years. I think that's true. Wow. That really mold. Oh, man. What's, why skateboarding and why did you, why are you attracted to skateboarding in, with the Chautauqua tour in, in, in the Interlake? That's a super good question. Um, what attracts me to skateboarding is like the building of community. Like that's like the number one thing. Because um, like the community has always been very uh, inclusive. And like even to this day, like I find like in terms of like versus organized sports, like skateboarding is just like, oh, you know, like we have trans skaters, like they're professionals and it's like, mm -hmm. cool, like what other sport or whatever, like really promotes that, right? So that was really cool. And then just as a youth, like it just was like a place of welcoming people from like super young to super old and everybody was very just inclusive and supportive of everyone. Mm -hmm. And so like, even like with skateboarding demonstrations, like it's just like, there's no really any barriers. Like the only real barrier to entry is just having a skateboard. And even then, like sometimes people just like use their boards, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that, like the like intergenerational. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I even read this report one time um, by the Nova Scotia. There's a Nova Scotia non-for-profit and they wrote a skate park guide and they were just like kind of enumerating like the coolest things about skateboarding. And one of them that really stuck out with me was the kind of like uh, involuntary or like kind of unstructured relationship building between youth and adults because you've kind of take where you've taken away those kind of authority structures mm -hmm. at a skate park because you're just two skaters and so it really helps facilitate youth and adult relationships mm -hmm. right so you have like 12 year olds who are talking like with 23 year olds and like mm -hmm. it's just not a there's not really 
like it's just not weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even like cruising around with like you know, I remember this one guy was like, wow, he's like, thirteen, I think. And like I was like twenty three, and I was just like, and my girlfriend at the time was like, why hey, let's skate. It's like, what well, we skate, like you know, and that's just what we do, and it's not weird because. Sounds yeah. like a utopia. It is a bit for sure, and like even like going to like skate parks like across North America, and even in like I had the opportunity to go to England once. Like even there, like you were just like, hey, you want some cookies? Mm. Obviously, you know, can't do that now. But at the yeah. time, I was just like, yeah. And my dad, yeah. my, my dad was with me, and he was like, oh, you guys are amazing. Like, you know. Were they homemade cookies? Or the, was no, the no, 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 like no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were. They were some UK. Cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they were good though. They were good though. In UK. I don't know. Uh, Everything was so expensive though. Mm. Uh. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we Manitoba has like a large amount of skate parks. That's right? correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we have the largest concentration provincially as well as uh, like municipally. But even like in the intro, like we still have like a number of skate parks. Of course, I forget how many off the top of my head, but I think it's twelve. Mm-hmm. Twelve offhand. Yeah. Cool. And then even in Winnipeg, like we have like twenty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty in a city like that's wild. And like there's such just the way you're talking about it, it's like such those like twenty community spaces where like people feel and like I feel like that's the world is craving those kind of totally. spaces right now. Totally. Yeah. Like the Broadway skate park here in Winnipeg, like they shoveled it off the entire winter. Mm-hmm. Right. Like all winter long, like people were skating outdoors. I'm like I I can't roll that way anymore, you know. <laughs> but like some people do, and it's like really inspiring because it's like whoa, like they're really about this, you know. And then when like the thaw started happening, like that was the skate park to go to because it was all clear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, back in the back in the the fall, you did some research out in the interlake of looking at some of these skate parks. Did you? How was that? How was like getting out into the seeing the seeing the land and seeing like the different these different communities? Did you get, end up seeing meeting anyone while you were skating around? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I've already had connections to like Selkirk, right? Because mm-hmm. Selkirk has like a destination skate park. Uh, my friend designed it. And I, I filmed the opening of it, and it, they even brought like some professional skaters down from California, and so like you know the entire community showed up, and it was wild. And that was the first time I'd ever seen anybody do a backflip on a skateboard in front of me, you know, and like consistently, right? Yeah. Okay, do a backflip, and you're like, ah. you know, and it's like, okay, that's uh, amazing. So yeah, so I already had some um, some connections with Selkirk, but then like getting out into the other areas, yeah, that was interesting because some of the infrastructure is really old, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think it's in its heyday anymore. But then going to certain other, like certain other places where it was like brand new, so like mm-hmm. Lundar, brand new skate park, yeah. and like the news release they had about the skate park, it was like, you know, brand new skate park, and it just had a picture of like some random dude who was just like, ha, you know, <laughs> and like didn't show any pictures of the skate park, right? So I was like, oh my god, like this could go either way, right? Like it I could just be a flat piece of concrete that there. I could drive <laughs> there, and it's just the, the worst wood ever, or because like we, which I've done, right? Yeah. And so I was just driving out there being like, oh man, I hope this isn't a waste of time. And then you, we rolled up and I was like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so good, you yeah. know? And like they still the fences up and like, you know, still kind of car- covered in powder. And we were like, ah. Mm-hmm. So we went in there and skated. And they're like, you know, that's... somebody came by. They're like, you're not allowed to skateboard there. Like it's not open yet. And we're like, but we drove from Winnipeg though. And she's like, okay, you know? <laughs> you know? And I was like, yes, yes. And so we got to skate there. Right. And then even. But then on the way back, like when I went up a second time, like I stopped in at Warren because I saw Warren had a skate park. From Google Maps, it like, from the street view, it looked awful, right? But I was like, ah, I just got to stop. Mm-hmm. And when I stopped, they had upgraded it. They had upgraded it and it was like a, like, you know, semi brand new facility. Mm-hmm. But like something that I, again, would not have expected was in the Interlake, mm-hmm. right? Like something like a, like it, it was like a classy mm-hmm. skate park. Yeah. Nice. Surprising. 
Cool. So I feel like maybe some of these com what these community spaces and finding like space for community right now. You've uh, wandered into virtual reality, reality and all space VR as like as a way of communicating. I guess communicating, but yeah, also for building sure. community Definitely, with yeah. people not only that you know but also across the world. Do you want to talk about the VR world and all its cool things that can that can do? Yeah, for yeah. sure. My wife and I were going out for a date night, as we always do, and uh, we went to a sushi place. But beside the sushi place was like this storefront with like you know blue LEDs everywhere. It looked super cool, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I was just like, what is this? You know, what are you guys? What is this? You know, and they're like, oh, we're a virtual reality thing. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, walked in, and uh, we didn't have set times, right? So I was like, Tessa, could we, you know, could we play? And she's like, yeah, we played. So then we played, and like the, I remember the first time I booted in and like opened up the game and like played, I was just like, holy, this is amazing. <laughs> like this, like this is the future, right? Because yeah. it just is, right? And then like even like when I took it off after our hour of playing, like I wanted to like the movement, like the way you move in that one game is like you have to hit this button and it kind of highlights where you are, mm -hmm. right? And then you let go of it, and that's where you teleport, right? Right. And then even after I got out of VR, I was like, all right, right, you know, right? Because <laughs> like yeah, I bought I bought into the reality, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, immediately after that, like, I remember having a discussion with Tessa and being like, yo, like, can we get this? Mm. <laughs> like, I imagine it's super expensive, and uh, it was, because we got, like, the top-the-line models, because mm -hmm. they were wireless, and that was, like, one of the things I really wanted was wireless uh, VR headset. Anyway, mm. so we got this sweet headset, and, but what was cool about it is because now I'm not, like, tethered to, like, the only games that are available at the VR arcade, right? Mm -hmm. Now I can play other games that, like, either require more time, like Fallout. I don't know if mm -hmm. you ever played Fallout. No. Oh man! Anyway, it's in VR and you have like a <laughs> huge like laser bazooka. And you're just like ah, yeah. and yeah. Anyway, it's amazing. But then like further to that though, there's other apps, and one of them was called AltSpace. Initially, it was kind of like this startup developer, which has now been purchased by Microsoft, and it's like a social media app in VR. Mm -hmm. So like everyone has like their own little avatars, right, that they can manipulate and like use to move around a space. But then people then begin creating their own spaces. And so you can do like a talk show. I was actually talking with my mother yesterday because she's a, a professor of law at the University of Manitoba. And she was like saying that they, they want to develop kind of different ways to do presentations. And mm -hmm. uh, she was like, you, talk, you keep talking about the alt space. Like, do you think they could do that? And I was like, they could totally do that. And like they could do a group presentation because then you can put like your slides up like just like this, how we are mm -hmm. here, right? You can be on stage, but then have a number of people like sitting in, a, in, in the stands. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then on top of that, like, you can even access like alt space just on a regular computer, right? right? Which is where I was like, oh, this would be perfect for mm -hmm. the interleg, right? People don't have VR gear, but they can still explore a space that I can create. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I was like, oh, I've always wanted to create something in alt space, right? Because I just see some of the things that they've created. Like I go to a dance party every Thursday and sometimes Saturday night where like there's a stage, but it's in like space and like people dress up and like there's a huge screen that's like, I don't know, 100 feet tall yeah. and like there's a live DJ who's then playing in VR, like in one app where she's playing like DJ music. Right. But then she's also like concurrently like within alt space so she can switch back between right. the two apps. Yeah. Yeah. And like amazing, right? And then yeah. like it even extended even further when we had um, New Year's because mm -hmm. for New Year's there was like a hundred people in like this huge dance hall like mm -hmm. in VR and we all counted down the central like countdown time for New mm -hmm. Year's, right? Happy New Year. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like this is super cool. And so... Yeah, anyway, so I've just been really enamored with the, uh, with the app. And then when, you know, COVID happened and we couldn't really explore the interlake like we wanted for the Chautauqua tour, I just thought, hey, could I just create like a, 
little space in alt space about mm -hmm. like all the kind of things that I've found that were super interesting in my research about the interlife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, so that's what I did. Yeah, so I made like a little house and it talks about like the history of like Winnipeg Beach and like how they had like the largest dance hall in Western Canada, mm -hmm. like 14,000 square feet. Like I wish that was still a thing, you yeah. know? And uh, the roller coaster, that was a thing. A couple of people died, which doesn't surprise me because, you know, yeah. back in the day. But, and then they even had like water shoots, like, you know, mm -hmm. to shoot you out into the lake. That, like, it just looked like kind of like a bit of a utopia, yeah. shall we say. <gasps> utopia. Yeah. Word of the, the word of the Yeah, hour. totally. And then, like, and then learning about like the fallout shelters, the nuclear fallout shelters. Mm -hmm. There were about 200 of them built around Manitoba uh, in the 70s, kind of around the Cold War. And the government, of, the federal government wanted to like build these sites in the event of a nuclear strike so then they could measure like how much nuclear fallout was, uh, you know, residing. And uh, anyway, so there's a couple still in existence in the interlake, um, and there's definitely one in Hecla. And somebody's gone there and taken photos of it, so those photos are included in cool. the exhibit. Yeah, and then there was also a nuclear incident near Pinawa, and that's also included in the exhibit. And just there was a bit of a, not so much a nuclear meltdown, but, uh, but an incident where, you know, some toxic waste was, mm. industrial waste was put into the water. Which isn't good, but I never heard about that, right? Mm. And I just watched that uh, HBO show, Chernobyl. Have you seen that series? No. Oh, it's like a five-episode miniseries just about the Chernobyl incident. It's just like, whoa, like, yeah. nuclear power is awesome, but also super dangerous, yeah. right? <laughs> and, like, not only did they have, like, a n super gnarly incident there, but, like, we also had an incident here, which then, like, they're even to this day, they're still trying to um, negotiate what they're going to do with the waste. Because right now they just want to shut down that area, mm -hmm. but like there's still a bunch of waste inside of it, and you're not allowed to store waste <laughs> anywhere in Manitoba, like nuclear waste. Yeah. And so it's like, well, then what do we do? Like, because it's way more expensive to like take it out, but we could just leave it. And it's like, well, you can't just leave nuclear waste. It's not a good idea. So anyway, that was interesting too, <laughs> my, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just going down these, the power of like the internet and being able to like make all these connections and learn, even if we can't be in community and how we can still stay connected, I think is so, totally. so nice. One of the coolest things that came out of it was like just playing card games with people. Yeah. Yeah. So like, again, playing card games with people like across North America and the UK and mm -hmm. just being like, hey, you know, like one of the like main or the main game is uh, Cards Against Humanity. Mm -hmm. Have you played Cards Against Humanity? Oh, yeah. Oh, of okay. course. You know of course. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like the, the way it is in like alt space is like just super conducive, like mm -hmm. super quick, like super well organized. And uh, and then it's even like and that's where I, and that's where I began to learn that people were accessing alt space just on their computer. Right. Because I was like, hey, how come your arms aren't moving? Like yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, I'm just on the computer. I was like, you're just on the computer. Like yeah. you could do this. And then like you know, yeah, that's when I was like, oh, can you actually do this? And then downloaded it for myself. And I was like, you can't. Whoa. Mm -hmm. That opens that space up or that. You it, know, makes, it just makes it more accessible. Accessible. So you can yeah. See, or meet new friends, and that's so cool. Yeah. 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 We're not able to do all these trips out to the interlake right now, but in theory, in in May and June, we're going to be taking a few road trips out out into the inter, into the interlake. Yeah. Uh, do you have any good or bad road trip stories? Oh, uh, for you have, sure. Yeah, you but share? like, I have one more thing to add for the last question. Um, I had Boogie the Beat, which is the local indigenous like mm -hmm. DJ, who just kills it, and I've even hired uh, him for like a couple of my productions for my business and uh, for my documentary series. And he came over to my house on Sunday? Yeah. 
and like played a live set like mm. for like a bunch of people or not a bunch of people but like you know what felt like a bunch of people yeah. right <laughs> like you know 10 people uh outdoors in my backyard and like it was amazing but like as i started to watch him play i was like man that looks exactly like what he's been like what my favorite dj in uh alt space has been doing like and then i asked him i was like yo could we set up a time to for you to come back to my place and like i want to put you in like what the program she uses called tribe and like can we just put you in there and i just want to see like if you can dj <laughs> like right. you know in vr and he was like yeah for sure and so i think that opens up another possibility right of like hosting something again like in alt space that could, we could welcome like people from the interlake too and have a live dj at, and mm -hmm. then also welcome like the alt space community to be like hey this is like the manitoba interlake here's like some cool stories mm -hmm. about it yeah that's great so there's that road trip stories uh one time i took a road trip to new mexico to go skateboarding because mm -hmm. they had um New Mexico, uh, Albuquerque has the largest powwow gathering in the world called the All Nations uh, Powwow. But they also run a concurrent skateboarding competition. And so I went down uh, with a couple of my friends and uh, we were driving on like their sweet interstate. And I say sweet because like they like underneath their bridges, they're like really cool, like colored LED lights. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, oh, why come we don't have this, you know, back home. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so like I was driving and then... Uh, I think it was late. We were going. To, we either went to another skate park, which was amazing because I've I seen it in videos before, or we were driving back. Anyway, so like I'm driving right, and I noticed my friend is kind of like not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. So I close my eye and I go like this, right? And, and, like, uh, and then he eventually he picks up, right? He's just like, oh, Waka, Waka, and he's shaking me, Waka, you know. Like, <laughs> you know like, anyway, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I like to frame practical jokes, practical jokes in my life, and that's one I think that really stands out. Well, there you go. There's on that you. note, I think it's let's let's pretend to be asleep and thank you for joining. I don't know what I'm trying. I was trying to segue into a goodbye. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but thank you, Hawaka. Yeah, uh, sure. it's great to chat with you. you too, man. I'm excited to be safely on the road with you in a in a few months and hang out and just party and make some cool things happen. Theater Projects Manitoba can't wait to share with you all the lovely work from our team as part of Chautauqua, the Interlake Trail. Check out our website, theaterprojectsmanitoba.ca, the full list of projects you can safely tune into. Be sure to follow us on social media, at TPM Winnipeg on most platforms, for the most up-to-date ways to stay connected with us. We'd also like to thank our host communities, Ericsdale, Arburg, Riverton, and Selkirk, for collaborating with us to make Chautauqua the Interlake Trail a lovely and safe reality. See you soon, and thank you for listening.